It's Saturday, August 5th, 2023, and this is episode 34 of the Mike Newman Show, where once again, Dr. Tim and I gather at our favorite North Austin eatery for a little bit of conversation, just catching up and hanging out with us. Folks that are becoming friends just down here, uh, as you do at a at a local diner over uh, years, and uh, just enjoying the experience. And we hope you will as well as Tim and I continue our conversation. Grab a plate of migas, top off that cup of coffee, and we'll catch up with you at the end. <laughs> well, cool. Well, last week we uh, we got into the abstraction weeds. And, and I was introduced to basically God knows what that was. <laughs> reintroduced to metaphor is life. Metaphors. I don't know if you watched Ted Ted Lasso, and oh, no. uh, uh, so there's a there's a Mexican player that joins the team, and he comes running out, and he's running out. Football is life, <laughs> and so I, I just everything you know fill in that blank. You know, yes. metaphor is life. Metaphor is life. Yes. <clears throat> As it turns out, it kind of is. Yeah, I, I wanted to. I wanted to go back and kind of. I, I kind of. Uh, oh, uh, uh, ham-handedly uh, uh, asserted that that we work by the way of metaphors and that basic biological processes work by metaphor. And uh, I, I certainly didn't make a a uh, a strong case for that. And I'm not sure yet that I can make a strong case for it. That's okay. We uh, don't really need to convince everybody. We just want to show yeah. them where they can go. Learn the, more. The, the, yeah. the, the, the clarification I would offer is that if you look it up, you know, like number two or three down there in the definitions of metaphor in the dictionary, mm-hmm. a, a metaphor is a model. So, so we, we tend to think of metaphor always as a, as a linguistic thing. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. part of language, right? But it, it, in the physical world, a, a model is a metaphor. Okay, so so uh, a, a, a model ship is right. a metaphor for a big ship. Conversely, a big ship is a metaphor for a little ship. Sure. The point the point being that that a model uh, focuses or organizes our cognitive processes. Mm-hmm. And so when I when I talk about biological processes working through metaphor, it's that. Within our within our biological systems, our bodies, our minds, but but our bodies as well, okay. form. They're they're either they're either grown with models, mm-hmm. okay, of, of the wor- the world around them, or they formulate models of the world around them, and and it's been kind of demonstrated that. For example, uh, uh, processing vision—that the only way that a human can process what they see with their eyes within the time frame that that we do—is mm-hmm. because the vision system works according to models or according to metaphors. Uh, it, it's been demonstrated that the the or, or at least calculated that the the processing that would be required to to develop an understanding of images as we know them 
within our vision. Mm-hmm. To do that from per- first processes, that is to say, here's a blank sheet, here are, are uh, various levels of light displayed upon that sheet. We're now going to process individual points across the screen and with that, we'll, we'll do what's done digitally. We'll do edge detection, mm-hmm. whatever. And so we will build up a, a mathematical description of images, the movement of images and the like. Pattern matching, Pattern things matching like that. Pattern matching. The point is that the brain doesn't function fast enough to do that. To do that type of stuff. It, right. It's... It, the the raw compute power and the the time for the messages to travel to move basically if you think of the brain as a computer you've got a bus you know, and, and but the brain isn't isn't built that way is it it's not built that way and and if if you if you make assumptions to to that it is built that way you don't have enough processing power mm-hmm. to accomplish what we obviously accomplish so in that sense if we are uh, trying to apply a physical RAM, CPU, GPU, camera, all of that to the human uh, capability or, or its actual operation in the mind, vision, cogn- cogn- cognition, it, it, it only takes us so far. And then we, we, we have to... Uh, if I if I understand where you're going here, is that metaphor doesn't map directly? Well, yeah, yeah, well, uh, I'm not. I'm not uh, let me restate it because I'm, I'm not quite sure that you well, said it the way I would. Yeah. But uh, essentially, when 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 I'm looking at you across the table, mm-hmm. I I have a metaphor. It's a very complex metaphor, but built into my brain about the images that I see. Mm-hmm. You, you sitting there, the, the background, the TV screen off up to the left with right. movement and the like. And so as I'm, as I'm watching you, I'm interpreting those images based upon my metaphor of, of understanding of the context that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And so for a lot of things, movement, when your eyes move, uh, when your head moves, I'm, I, can, I detect the movement, but what, what's really happening is that I'm primarily detecting the movement and, and my, my brain isn't going back and, and reconstructing, if you will, from first principles, your face and your shirt and, and the rest of it. Sure. Right. It's, and, and it's basically cached a bunch of sub-metaphors and your brain's like, okay, that fits. That fits. Right. That fits. And that's why, very often, if you when you when you look at something brand new, a brand new image, mm-hmm. it, very often it will it will be totally perplexing when you initially see it, mm-hmm. and then within a few seconds you you will recognize it, if you will. <laughs> it's like these. Uh, I don't know what they call them. Magic eye. Uh, Portraits, yes. Where if you look at it, you're like, eh, okay. And then all of a sudden, whatever happens in your brain, however you're looking at it, boom, you see the hidden image. Yes, in three dimensions. Yeah, 
and, and, and you literally can move around. It's literally a holographic image. That uh, is so wild. You, you mentally feel the switch go, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like when people make the jokes in memes, like the, uh, the one I saw this week was of a faucet on a sink, and it had just the standard old-school uh, two plastic crystal knobs left and right, you know, for mm-hmm. hot and cold, and then the, you know, aluminum steel, whatever, the, the, the faucet coming out, and somebody says, when you realize that this is an image of that, I don't know, creature from Ice Age, you know, the little squirrel guy or whatever's running around chewing on the nut, you'll never unsee it. <laughs> so, like, you're like, oh, yeah, that is him. That's him. That's, that's him it. as a as a faucet. Yeah. And then it, it, that's locked into your brain. Then you're like, <clears throat> every time I see it, I see that. Yeah. Now, that's, that's the way it works. And, and, and your brain really functions that way. It it it. it it, it, it when, when, when you shift metaphors, if you will, mm-hmm. it can be confused for a few seconds, and then and then generally it'll orient itself, and 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 you go away. Turns so this, out that, this highlights that you know there there's a lot going on when you see something new, and given that you have nothing else to to base it on, you your your brain is applying all of these cached metaphors, if you will, and the confusion is unable to like well okay the brain's having a discussion with itself well that doesn't fit that doesn't fit and if you had pre uh information provided to you like with the with the magic eye images there's supposed to be something else in here so your brain's like where is it how do i trigger it what you know and then bam then that information is associated with that macro experience of looking at that picture and then you can always go back to it do you you know can can you routinely do you have do you have a process that routinely lets you see the hidden picture uh i think i did i don't have that picture anymore so i can't go back and practice it but just that hope that it took a little bump i had to like turn a knob well i i I developed i I think i read somewhere how how you do that but i i actually have a, a process that works for me every time if i know well i don't even have to know it's that type of picture yeah but if i see a picture that i think might be that way and and for me it's i i kind of have to cock my head slightly to the to, to one side and look slightly cross-eyed yeah the cross-eyed the bit yeah and and just shake up your focus yeah, yeah. It, it, it pops the image right out and at that point i can't unsee it you know yeah. i i can move my head i can look around I can look away and look back, and it's mm-hmm. it's still there. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a it's a very interesting. I my contention is that that when we talk about learning, uh, mm-hmm. I I've actually evolved that a little bit, and more, rather than talk about learning, I I talk about provisioning, and yeah. that that the, our process of provisioning or and and provisioning is a superset of learning. Learning for me is, is a subset. Okay. The point being that right. that provisioning is developing new metaphors of understanding, right? And so, so I'm I as as I'm learning new things, it it's hard. It, it's it's mentally it's harder work. And the point is that what I'm doing is teaching, or my brain is developing. A new metaphor for the concepts that I'm that I'm addressing, that I'm attempting to learn about. I think we saw this in the movie The Matrix, where mm-hmm. 
Mr. Anderson. He's on the on the ship, and they need to teach him how to fight. And so they jack him in, and they download all these kung fu skills to him. And but so he's got all this knowledge. I mean, he's he's got it, but he hasn't made it real to himself yet. He hasn't exercised it. He hasn't moved it basically from the bookshelf of his brain to uh, the kit, you know, like the toolkit that he would carry around and then know when to use it at, at what time. He may have the information that's downloaded in his brain is, if I'm presented with this attack, this is the best way to uh, defend right. and, and then reverse and, and get the advantage. So he may have that brain knowledge but he hasn't exercised it. It's not he, muscle he memory. He has, yeah, he hasn't developed the, 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 the connectivity, if you will, in bringing out through the nervous system to his hands or feet to, to make happen what needs to happen. And we do similar things. Like, we'll read something, and, and it's new information to us, and realize, hey, this is applicable. I can use this. But it quickly goes away if we don't exercise it. Yeah. I, I recall that, that I, I was never a good note-taker as I went through school, but I took lots of notes, and when I was trying to learn something new, and I'm, I'm a physicist by training, so I was always learning something new, yeah. uh, but as I learned something new and I tried to take notes about it, I would find that I would, I would write down two or three pages of notes, but somewhere within those notes, I would capture the salient information about the thing I was trying to learn. And Mm -hmm. that would subsequently become the trigger for, if you will, the new metaphors that I had developed in my brain regarding what it was I was learning about. And so, in that sense... As I as I would, it was I would sit down at an examination, right? I'm mm-hmm. being tested about whether or not I've actually learned this stuff. Right. I in my mind, I was I I I got in good shape when in trying to answer a question, I could now in my brain come back to those few images of notes that that conveyed the rest of the of the metaphor if you will so you took what i was doing in high school in my world history class where i could remember during exam we took blue book exams in high school because this teacher was a he was way ahead of us (laughs) so he literally had like essay questions and then he called them no dates in other words dates you need to know and literally you just had to rote memorize those and for the for the for the essay question it, it, it was much more involved but to your point I could remember where in my notes I had written this I knew where the answer was but I hadn't gone that next step that you're talking about where as I'm going back through the notes I hadn't like kept a spot or marked an area out that summarized that so mm-hmm. that I could take advantage of that I don't know behavior of where the memory was triggered. I knew where it was in there, but in my mind, it was confused. There were too many words. Yeah. I, I just knew where it was on the page, but I couldn't see it yeah. because I hadn't basically highlighted it from my memory to know, oh, hey, idiot, the billboard, you, you, you didn't make a billboard here, but you had made a billboard. 
and, and, and it, it may be that it's that that, that whole that process m- may be a little simpler, if you will, when you're dealing with things like phys- physics, like 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 physical characteristics, the the, the, the computations involved in various aspects of physics. Mm-hmm. Because as, when I would form that that mental image, I, I rarely did it consciously. In other words, I didn't go back through my notes and say, "Oh, yeah, this is okay. the salient yeah. point." But as I would study and, and restudy, and uh, I, I would would form these images, mm-hmm. and then any time that I was stressed to the point that I, I needed to, to recall that, I, I could kind of sort through, and, and I would make the connection at that point. And mm-hmm. from then on, that that's that's what would pop to mind whenever I needed to think about a, a given thing. So again, through exercise, basically more it, than yeah. overt pre-planning. The exercise, these floated up in your mind as, oh yeah, yeah. this is. Yeah. And so I could, I could, I could visualize. I, I had, a, I had a target of my visualization, which actually matches what I, what I've, I've read and, and had other people teach me about, about remembering names. recollection, yeah, recollection. Oh. That making associations is very important. Huh. I'm still working on that. <laughs> it's, t- I mean, I'm. Well, uh, the I'm, blanket I'm, apology to anybody listening to this that I've just stared at you and said, "I know we've met." Yeah, you know, it's uh, no, I, I, I've, it, I've never learned that lesson well, but I, to the extent that I learned it at all, it was very late in life. Mm-hmm. I, I went through many, many years uh, meeting people, and they would be introduced, and the name would go in one ear and out the other, and four minutes later, I couldn't remember it. And I, I finally started thinking just a little bit when I was introduced to somebody, you know, make an association with something else, mm-hmm. repeat the name back to them, yep. you know, all these little All these things. little kind of breadcrumbs that you can leave for your subconscious, hopefully. Yep. Yeah. And, and there, 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 are, there are words, to this day, there are words that I guess I've convinced myself that I don't remember the word, but I, as, because of that, I have made associations, and so, and so when I want to come up with a particular word, and I can't think of it again, mm-hmm. I make the association, and, and I can do it. So, so you kind of crawl back to it through yeah, like through, the other door or yes, something. Yes, but, but but it's but it's been a it's a defense mechanism. Oh, I know. I realize yeah. that that there are certain terms for whatever reason that that my brain just doesn't want to keep it doesn't want to store it in short-term memory i know exactly i have i have one of those words in my mind and it's ambition so whenever that concept comes up or needs that word applies i can't think of it but then i think of for some reason i i I, I associate it with, uh, I mean, this is going to sound weird, but um, in Gladiator, Comatus, I mean, there there was no guy more, in, anyway, I've, I've associated with him, and that's how I get to the word. Yep. I just have to think of Gladiator and this freak Commodus, and I'm like, oh, oh, ambition, that's the word I was looking for. It could be have nothing to do with end of the roman empire or <laughs> you know any of that well, but what what, what my 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 favorite word in that vein is the word fractal 
Oh, wow. And I, I for some reason, you know, I, I understand the concept, but I'm forever getting in situations where I want to refer to something as a fractal. Or, right. Or that's fractal in nature. And for the longest time, I literally could never come up with the word. And so I finally started making some side associations with fractures and cracks and breaking and mm-hmm. and enough little associations that, that... That you could finish the word. I could finish the word. I could get yeah. back to it. So yeah. And, and the, I have other words that way, and certainly I have a lot of names that way. Yeah. And and there, there are a, a, a lot of names that, that I file away with associations, and I ultimately can come back. So metaphors can build on each other. Um, <laughs> I have, over I and over, to, turtles all the way down, are you going to go turtles? <laughs> well, yeah, I, 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 I just, well, the, the, the new young lady that, 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 that came by and, and gave us some coffee later, I, I, and I mentioned when she left that her name was Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Right, and the only way I remember Caitlin is that I remember Bruce Jenner. Yep. <laughs> and, and, well, there's uh, an Easter egg. There's an Easter egg. It really is, you know. But uh, uh, you, 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 your brain does what it has to do to, mm-hmm. to, to, to get by. I guess is all I can say. Yep. Yep. At, at any rate, the 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 I, I think just started down this whole buddy trail with the idea that 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 our our brain has tremendous power, but uh, as a raw computer, mm-hmm. at, at, at least, we're generally not able to use it. Now, certain people uh, called savants are, are able to do that, sure. right? And, yeah. and, and whether it's uh, whether it's Rain Man or, or whoever, there, mm-hmm. there are certain people whose brains are wired such that, that they can go to great extremes of, of, uh, of cognitive ability in certain areas, generally mm-hmm. not not everywhere. Uh, but uh, Dates, uh, numbers, yeah, re- relationships. Multiplying, mul- four, multiplying six-digit numbers yeah. together and, and just spouting off an answer. Like, like one of the main characters in the movie Foundation or the series of books Foundation where to calm herself, she counts through prime numbers. And you know, she just does it. Yep. Uh, um, Robert Heinlein, in uh, in one of his books, uh, uh, wrote about a, a young man. I, I think it was intended to be him as a young man, mm-hmm. but in the in the Navy, I guess it was, and. It turned out that, 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 that this was his, his example, the author's example of, of somebody being very lazy, okay. so, so lazy that they learned how to do things. The, the point being that and this was 60 years ago when people still used logarithms, didn't have a calculator. All right, get out the tables, yep. And and so he, he figured out how to memorize a log table. Good grief. And, 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 and it... it, it, it Heinlein in, in his book, he, he actually goes through it, and I I, 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 I followed the thought process for a little while, and I actually realized that yeah, you could probably remember a, an awful lot of a, of a log table uh, through that process. Right? So it was not a it was not a total fiction that he was writing about. He obviously had figured out how to do this. And he, sure, he wanted to show he wanted how, to show it. You know, like, <laughs> show it all I'm, I'm going to write a 700 page book. I yeah. might as well spend four or five here on how I did the how I did, table. How I did the log tables. Yeah. 
so uh, yeah, we, 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 we learned how to do things, but uh, for, for most of us, uh, uh, as, as we as we as we go through life, we uh, we, we, we 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 develop these metaphors. I found it interesting in, in the military. Uh, the, uh, the, the a, a guy back in the 1980s, I think he was a fighter pilot, uh, trying to make a presentation about about uh, uh, how how to go how to go through the thought processes of, of what you do in a dogfight okay. in, in a fighter aircraft. And he he developed the concept of the OODA loop. Hmm. O O D A. If you're familiar with the term, I am not. It, it, it stands for, for observe, orient, decide, act. Okay. And, you, and, and repeat. Okay. You, you loop it. But it essentially describes the thought process that we go through yeah. in virtually everything we do. And I, I've, I've, I've... Observe the I've battle space, a, orient yourself to it. Which, which, which in my, term, my view, is you, you adopt the appropriate metaphor. Mm-hmm. Right. So you observe. You 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 you're kind of seeing the world out there as a blank slate. And orient could be everything from your geometric angle of attack into this space. If you're out of out of position, what your your turn capabilities are, or whatever. What, what, All the, what, what your opponent's capabilities yeah. are. So and, it, and that's where we're going to this metaphor is thing. He's applying through training and experience on his side. And what he's been told about the opponent, or what he's observed previously, and then he's got to decide on how he's going to act on that observation, and then and he's got to do it. He's got to do it. So you've got to you've got to transmit the the, the you've got to turn the understanding into physical activity. into action. Yep. Right. And then you just change things. It, yep. It's good old. Heisenberg, in a way, you well, know, and, I can and, observe and, and, it and until general, I interact it, with it. Right, and in general, then when, when, uh, it, there, there's an extension to this. So the, the, the development was was the OODA loop. There, there's 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 actually extensions to this, which mm-hmm. which I've, I've thought about a bit because uh, you, you you observe, uh, I mean, you act, but when you act, you have an anticipation of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. So 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 you, you and. You, you act based on what I term trust. Trust is a probability. The probability that I'm going to achieve a desired result with a specific action. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I assess, I decide what I'm going to do. And in doing that, I, I make an assessment of trust. Right? Yep. I, I, I want this effect. I want this action. I mean, I want this uh, 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 consequence. Mm-hmm. What is the probability that my action will give me that desired consequence? Right. That's my my assessment of trust. If I'm if I'm really sure, then I have a high trust environment. If I'm really not sure, then I have a very low trust environment. Once I've done that, however, once once so once I've acted, once the consequence becomes real, mm-hmm. observable. Now I can I need to do and I do do another assessment. It's an assessment of truth. Yeah. What I call yeah. truth. Yeah. Truth I view as a probability that a specific consequence derived from a specific action. Yep. Okay, so so I I, I aim the gun, I shoot it, the guy falls over. I so after the fact I I I if you will do a calculation of what is the probability that 
mm-hmm. my action of shooting the gun caused the guy to fall over dead. Right. All right. So that, in that case, my, my assessment of truth is is very high. And back to the. On, on the other hand, yeah. if I take well, if I take a politician that says, "Oh, the the look at the economy, what it's doing right now is really great." That obviously is the result of my actions last year or, or, or right. last week, right? Yeah. And I look at that and I say, uh, that's 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 a little less uh, it's a little less obvious. So yeah. my assessment of truth in that case is is much less uh, because the 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 consequence uh, it's not it's not clear that the specific consequence derived from the specific action. And back to the Oda loop for um, for dogfighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were just talking before the show about how I started watching Top Gun Maverick again. I think for like the fifth time, it was on it's, in, it's on Prime, and there, it was free. And it was free, or included in my yearly contribution to the bottom line of of, of Amazon. But nearly every scene in that movie is. Uh, observe orient decide act i mean that metaphor just fits for everything i mean all the way to you know when they're fighting the fifth generation fighter at the very end when mavs in the f-14 and roosters in the back seat and they have to go head to head on these these basically let's just call them super jets super fighters that are characterized in the movie as basically undefeatable and then, but they've never really observed it. So there's one maneuver that Mav pulls out of his Maverick tricks, and this jet fighter jet just flies over him and turns into a leaf in the wind. It just it it, it like gives up all physical things you would expect of an aircraft, and they're both like even Mav's like whoa. <laughs> and then so back to observe <laughs> like and, and and it wasn't because the to your your point of of what's the objective I'm, I'm i'm taking an action with an expectation so the maneuver that mav took he had an expectation that he would be in a position to be able to fire on that enemy aircraft well he did for like a half a second but the capabilities of his plane didn't let him exercise act act on that he got close, but then everything changed. So he had to observe. Well, he observed. <laughs> it happened. And then his orientation was, um, I don't know that I have the tools available to me to orient against that next time. So anyway, it was. Yeah. It, 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 this is a metaphor, obviously, that's, that's a strong one that yeah. just fits for everything. It is. And, and I, I have to... I have to I have to take a leap of faith now and and, and, and expose because in, in in pondering about this stuff, one of the things in the back of my mind always has been how do I dif- differentiate, if you will, uh, thinking thinking about the world in one way and thinking about the world in what I, which I would normally characterize as a religious way. Okay. What, what, yep. dif- what differentiates for me religious thought from other thought, and and I generally characterize it through through three three terms, and I've I've mentioned two of them: uh, trust, 
mm-hmm. truth, and the third one is is not what we've done about, but it's remediation. So so trust, truth, and remediation are three characteristics, in my mind, three characteristics of interaction of virtually every interaction we engage in. Okay, whether it's whether it's very profound or not profound at all, it's it's kind of my extension of the Uber loop. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's what we do. We, we 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 establish trust. We act. We get a consequence. We derive. We we now look at the consequence. Try to assess the probability that it came from the given action. Mm-hmm. And so we establish truth and. In certain situations, if the consequence doesn't match our expectation of what we wanted to achieve, Mm -hmm. then we go through a process of remediation. How do we we change the consequence or how do we move the state of being of the consequence back towards the thing that we wanted? Or, Or at least, how do we understand... So there's the consequence. There's uh, yeah, so when I hear you describe that, I I imagine part of remediation. The first step of remediation is reconciliation, reconciling my expectation for what I thought should have happened, reconciling that with what actually happened. So I have to believe. I have to in my own mind. I have to come to terms that that didn't work. Right. And if you if if we're unable to do that or unwilling to do that, then our remediation loop could be we just try the same thing again. Yep. And convinced that that will get me the result that I expected. So, you know, so, the, so the process so, can be broken by our own bias or just stubbornness to right. say, no, I'm not willing to flip that bit. Well, and so, and so, and so, the, the fall for me, the fallback, which 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 mm-hmm. which takes me into the realm of religion, mm-hmm. okay, is, or is is to define those terms in, in, in this fashion that that I normally define trust as a probability mm-hmm. that I can achieve a desired consequence by using a specific action, right? So I, I make the I, I I make the slight transition from the concept of trust to the concept of faith. Mm-hmm. Okay, and my definition of faith then is uh, 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 consequence. It, 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 it's 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 consequence independent of. Uh, uh, see, faith is. Gosh, this is another one of those senior moments. You should you should never say I'm going to de- define these terms. Well, faith is the evidence of things unseen. I mean, and in, in th- that's. That's how what I. Oh. That's the pattern I have in my mind of faith. Faith, faith. faith is trust independent of truth. Okay, that, that that's my that's my that's my definition. In other words, in other words, uh, I have faith that this will happen. I do it. It doesn't happen. That doesn't mean I'm not going to do it again because uh-huh. I I have faith, right? And yeah. so so faith is is trust independent of truth. Grace. Okay, is the is kind of the corollary to that? Grace is consequence independent of action. Okay, so so when I when I when I speak of of there but for the grace of God go I, it's my it's my statement that I 
I don't understand that consequence, but I I will I will accept it, even though I don't understand how it came about from the actions that I took. Right, and and so there there are. And my there, definition of grace would be unmerited favor, and and so you could take the favor as an action or an interposition that acted in my behalf or what I saw as what I needed for a good outcome, but I didn't deserve it, and yet it was given to me. And I think they're related. Well, they're, well, they are because that, that brings in the third the third term for me. Then is is mm-hmm. is is one uh, is is the concept either of charity or mercy, mm-hmm. and, and and those those sim- very sim- mercy similar and grace things. go to well, they're closely the, the, related, the, 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 but well, but well, yeah. and, 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 I, and I differentiate them slightly because yeah. then mercy or 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 charity, I define as remediation independent of integrity. In other words, uh, I, in, integrity. It, 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 it's, it's, it's my definition is, is a little bit is a little bit weird. It, it's essentially. Is a, mercy bless his heart? Yes, or uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, bless her but, heart. But, you know, but the point the point yeah. being, my, my, my definition, my, my 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 complex definition of, of remediation independent of integrity. Is exactly what you just said. Now you may not agree with it, but in, in my mm-hmm. view, it, it is, and that is that 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 what what happened to me, I, I didn't deserve it. Yeah, you know, it, it, it was good. It, it, it was better than I deserved, uh, and and it, it was it was it was just it was just a, 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 an, an act of, of charity or of mercy, if you will. Mm-hmm. And 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 yeah. you know, so so it, it with, with those three terms, I, I kind of. I, I I characterize the the the, the idea of, of faith, uh, uh, charity, grace as religious concepts, which break me out of the normal uh, determination of, of of trust, determination of truth, uh, because I I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm ascribing. Uh, if you will, a higher power or mm-hmm. something that I, I don't understand and I, I recognize that I don't understand what's right. going on, you know, and, it, you know, in the fullness of time when, when, we, when, we, when we understand everything, right, you know, we, we, we know all, maybe we'll, we, maybe we'll see the connection of why this happened even though I didn't understand yeah. why at the time. At, at the present time, I just know that there are situations where things happen that I can't explain, and I, I just accept it. I mean, you could start with just having faith that there is um, reasoning behind that. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, regardless of your religion, uh, how you would characterize a religion or a faith or whatever, but I think both of our definitions of faith would fit that is that if we have a faith and a trust that a higher being or exists and is active in our everyday activities when things don't match with our expectations simply stated 
again, independent of religious system, faith would be like, you know, I don't, I don't understand that at all, but I, I believe, I have faith that that wasn't a surprise to yep. a creator or a, you know, fill in the blank, whatever, whatever the religious model is. If you if you've you've heard the term, uh, I've I've heard the term often the concept of survivor's guilt. Yeah, you know. Yeah, a lot of that in the military, the and, guy, and a lot the, of that. The, the guy yeah. next to me died, and I didn't, right? Yep. And I, I feel guilty about that. And and from my perspective, and I'm I I I, I have I have personal experience in this in this realm, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know that that can convert or conveys to anyone else at all. But I, I do know that, that there that there have been situations like that, and, and the only way that I can get through that, if you mm-hmm. if I can accept it, is that that was just an act of grace. Yeah. You know, you know, I I I benefited from it. I don't understand why, mm-hmm. uh, but I have to accept it. I I can't sit around and think it, it was wrong. You know, mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. who whoever made that decision, however it was made, it was just wrong, right? right. And, and I I need to. I need to remediate that. I need. Yeah. To, I need to correct it, right? I and I can't can't do that. Right. Uh, I, I don't know how to do that. And it, when I if I do think I know how to do it, you know, I, I can jump off a bridge or something. No, that's not the that's that's not the the, no. the correct thing. Uh, and and so you you might live with you know questioning. I I don't yeah. and I don't understand why I was the benefit of that grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why I was the benefit of that mercy, but it, I was, and I, I will accept it. Yeah, and 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 try to move on. You know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and like everything else, the the OODA loop is mm-hmm. is a feedback loop. Yeah, it it happens at the end. We we make assessments, and it feeds back in. It, it and so our understanding feeds back into how we observe. Mm-hmm, uh, it, mm-hmm. it feeds back into into how we orient. Yep. Right. And and, and what, yeah, our what, observation what window may have been limited based on all we knew that we should be looking for in a particular. I mean, you have an initial assessment. You walk into a room or, or a restaurant. Where are the restrooms? <laughs> right. Well, and then, but there, there's an interesting. We're going piecemeal through through some some no it's some a, thought that some I, examples I, I yeah. but and, and one of them is the 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 concept of surprise okay right and 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 my assessment of or the way I interpret it is that that when I when 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 something happens whether I cause it or something else causes it right if the consequence can cut across a wide range, then I'm in an environment of surprise mm-hmm. because it happens and I immediately don't understand what I'm supposed to do. I, I am, I call I am that, surprised. I call that March 16th, 2020. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah I understand. Yep. <laughs> Coded message, but Coded yeah. Message, but, but the point the point is that that if I, if I have if I have a too wide a range of ways to interpret something, then I am surprised by what happened. If on the other hand I am wait, can you go back on that? Yes. If you have too wide a range, yes. So this sounds it's, contradictory. It, it, it does. If, if it, it's if it's too wide a range, so the way I'm interpreting that is, 
I've got all these potential areas that I'm observing. And if it's too wide, I'm susceptible to surprise. Yes. So walk me through that. Uh, just, just that. I, I, okay. So, 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 uh, I'm sitting here, and there's a, a, a loud bang. Mm-hmm. I, if, if, if I don't have any other thoughts about it, you know, my, I, I immediately kind of start going down the list. Did a, did a car crash out front? Did a, did an airplane crash in bomb, the backyard? Earthquake, did aircraft a bomb crash. Off? Did somebody yeah. get shot? Gunshot, right? yeah. On car the, backfire. Right. Oh, yeah. So 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 in 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 the absence of anything else, mm-hmm. a loud noise surprises me. Okay. It, 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 oh yeah. So so I'm I'm surprised by a loud noise. On the on the other hand, uh, I I'm sitting here. I'm staring at you. The kitchen is off to my left. Yeah. And if I hear the sound of a glass breaking or a dish or a, a crash mm-hmm. of something, I'm I'm not particularly surprised. I, I understand that oh somebody dropped something over in the kitchen. Yeah. And and if you carry that okay, if you carry that into it so I was blurring orientation with observation. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's totally cool to be surprised, but then that's when the orientation part needs to kick in. And since we already oriented that we're in a restaurant, we've already superimposed all of the expected interruptions. Right. And then surprise would occur if a plane actually did crash into the intersection out yeah. there. Yeah. And if you if you look at you know I I I have I have never been in combat, but I. I my interpretation of, of people that in combat are that are able to function, uh, right? The bullets are flying, the bombs are going off. That they are able to function because they have gone through training mm-hmm. that makes that not a surprise. Yeah, you know they 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 understand what's going on, uh, and and, uh, and 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 they're able to deal with it. Now some some people and I might be one of those. Perhaps would never be able to deal with it. I don't know. I haven't gone through the situation, but but people that have, uh, obviously they they know how to function. I mean, I mean, when I read read stories of Medal of Honor winners mm-hmm. that 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 won recently or you know within the last few years, a, a, a conscientious objector that was a, a medic that essentially pulled oh yeah fifty or sixty or seventy people out of literally out of the depths of a, of a battlefield and took them to safety mm-hmm. and and i just read it and i think how how can someone function like that yeah you know that 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 that, that, that person was able to, to to do that and and uh just irrespective of, of what might happen was able to to go back and forth back and forth carrying people off the battlefield and 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 i recognize that that you know, in that environment, that there was there was there was a background that went into it. There was training, yeah. But there was there was also, uh, if you will, a a a, a motivational a, acceleration a motiv- of sorts. Right. That it was like everything else became background noise, and in that person's mind, skills, ability, it's it's like you talked about the uh, the mother that lifts the car off their child. Right. So something like that kicked in and that person was like 
this is why I'm here. Right. The mother's like, I'm here. I have to do this. And I, I can't do anything else about it. I, I can't yeah. do anything about the bullets flying. I can't do anything about the bombs falling. Yeah. But I can do this. I can go back out there. I can grab this person. I can, I can do this as long out. as I can. I'll do it as long as I can. And, and yeah. you know, in the, in the in, 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 for whatever reason, they're, they're, they're able to do it and, mm-hmm. and, and, and they get through it. Uh, I'm sure over the course of time, because we don't keep track of it, that, that many people tried that and, and, and they fell. Yeah. Right? It, it didn't happen. Uh, so, so it's a. Uh, the, the, so there may have been idea. a little bit of outside help. Yes. Yes. Yep. I, I, I turn it around, that uh, I, I, I turn the, the concept mm-hmm. around just a little bit and, and, and observe that we are able cognitively to impact our autonomic nervous system. We, we generally think that you know the, 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 those are things that happen instinctively, mm-hmm. but, but I, I recognize that now we're, we're, we're able to impact that. And uh-huh. I, I always use as an example, like it was a, a scene that I saw in a, in a made-for-TV movie many years ago about guys um, uh, attempting to disarm a, a, an atomic bomb. Uh, a, a, a terrorist device, but okay. an atomic bomb, and, and the guys were, were, were attempting that they were cool and calm. They were going through uh, this wire, that wire, this wire, that, and yeah. and and all of a sudden, and they had a they had a, they had a Geiger counter, if you will, mm-hmm. playing into their ear, and all of a sudden the Geiger counter went wild, mm-hmm. and they knew they they from their training and their understanding they, they knew, knew they were dead. That that they were dead. That, that, they that were. The, yep. That that the the, yep. the device had armed had 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 gone into a mode where it was forming a critical mass. Yep. And what they were what they were hearing was was the the, the prelude to an absolute critical mass that was going to blow. And and at mm-hmm. that point, they panicked. They dropped everything. They started running. You know, mm. thinking, trying to get away. Yeah. Now they they were they were at ground zero for for something that was going to vaporize anything within you know a few hundred or a few yeah. thousand yards. They had no hope of doing it, but nonetheless, their their autonomic system was was trained to the extent that that danger flee. They they just yeah fight or flight. Yeah, you know I can't fight this. I mm-hmm. gotta flee. I gotta flee, and and it, it overwhelms them. And and the, so the same thing happened. As a, as a physicist, I used to work around beam tubes with with uh, with, with beams of, of protons and electrons flowing through it. And over in the corner, we had a had a neutron detector. A neutron detector is kind of a hard piece of equipment to to, 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 to build and to maintain because neutron neutrons being neutral are hard to detect. Mm. And and so a, a neutron detector is, is kind of a cumbersome piece of equipment in a in a in a particle accelerator laboratory, but I'd sit around it. You know, we had have no problem at all that that there's a there's a, a, a 12 million electron volt beam of, of protons streaming through it, and you're you're uh, the tube in front of you, and you're making adjustments and the like. Yeah. And not a big deal, but if if in the background all of a sudden you hear the neutron detector over there started to spurt, then you panic. Some, mm. Something something the beam is hitting something and it's creating a neutron stream, and we don't want that. We don't want that. No, that's that's bad. That's you really you really don't like that. <laughs> and, and so through our training, uh, 
we, 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 we've gone through a relatively complex um, complex cognitive process. Yeah. Uh, but we've trained our autonomic nervous system that if this happens, you damn well better panic. Yeah. You, know? uh, <laughs> you better kick in the next level kick, of motivation yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you either got to fight it or you, or you better flee. Uh, so we're able to do it. Well, we covered some pretty good ground today. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yeah. It was, but I, I always, I, I think about Tim glances topics. over at the clock every now and then, like, oh, oh man, yeah, yeah. Do I, do I want to start another one? No, we no, don't right yeah. now. <laughs> don't want to start that buddy trip. And it's, I, 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 I'm kind of ashamed to say that that I haven't yet figured out precisely how to deal with all of these topics in a in an orderly fashion oh, i understand yeah. i've been wor- i've been working for several years on the outline of how to do all of this yeah you have outlines of outlines i have outlines of outlines and we we've covered a lot of the material just through mm-hmm. bunny trails and, and maybe for me that's the only way i can do it i don't know I, you know just kind of wrapping this up we, we I, I always envision this as just our conversations and yet at the same time i also realize if anybody ever does bother to listen to this, they're probably going to enjoy a little bit of a a produced feel to it. Not that it has to sound great, cool bumpers and everything else, but hey, these guys intended to talk about this, and they didn't keep us around for an hour and a half to, to, to get to the punchline or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I think we're getting a little better at that. Seems like it. We never get a. We we we'll. Uh, we're trying. When we when we find the answer, we'll probably lose interest and quit. <laughs> Episode ninety nine. You know, it's been a good run. Well, it's good to see you, Tim. I enjoyed it uh, immensely. It Same here. Fun. See you later. Take care. Bye. Bye. And that's a wrap on episode thirty four of the Mike Newman Show. Where you guessed it. I mean, if you went through it, you heard us uh, cover a few topics and. Uh, we did try to keep it on the rails, but, you know, you got to land the plane at some point. So uh, we enjoyed it, and we hope you'll send us a little feedback. Drop drop me an email at mike at mikenewman.show. That's M-I-K-E at M-I-K-E-N-E-U-M-A-N-N dot show. And if you feel like, golly, that was just so much fun, I want to send these guys some Fiat Fun coupons, U.S. dollars. Uh, hit me up on my uh, Buy Me a Coffee page. It's not really for coffee, but, you know, you can put any denomination in there. That helps uh, defray the costs of running the servers and just, you know, just little things like that. I try to run it as low low cost as possible, but um, I, I do get audited by the wife every now and then on the uh, credit card bill. So, help. Just kidding. Anyway, any value you get out of it, send us back. Give us topics, ideas, feedback, and we look forward to getting back together. And until next time. John 317.